Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bedrock City Presents Uncanny Universe podcast. And on this week's episode, we are talking about Sonic T Hedgehog 2. What's the T stand for? Tiberius. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. I was James no T. Kirk, you know, Tiberius. Uh, but anyway, we're going to go and get this thing going. Hey, everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. That's right. Uh, everyone's favorite blue haired uh, hedgehog is back or was back last week, but we took precedent by reviewing a better film. Um, I mean, it's, is that shocking to say? I don't think I'm like the wheel no. by saying everything everywhere all at once is a superior film to Sonic the Hedgehog, the sequel. What a controversial statement. The squeakquel. Um, but anyway, so yeah, <laughs> we'll get to that at the uh, the back end of the show. Um, but but first, let's hear about this news, Dylan. You got anything? You got anything for us? I only got a couple, but the last one's a doozy. Okay, so okay. bear with me. The a first doozy. one, maybe not so much. I was promised a doozy, so yeah. I don't know if anyone's heard about it, but okay. The first one is that uh, we've talked about a Wonder Twins uh, HBO Max movie a little bit. You remember, Michael? No. You remember being yes, really excited kind of. about it? I remember. Yeah, I do remember talking about it and not caring. Yes. All right. So um, they now have uh, a cast, uh-huh. two leads. <laughs> are, you, are you looking at them now? I, I Michael, see, Michael's I see grimacing. The, I, see uh, the th- the, I see the thumbnail. Yeah. So KJ Appa, who um, plays Archie in Riverdale oh. on CW. And Isabel May, who I'm not familiar with. Um, if you don't know them, Dylan, they're not famous. Yeah. It, okay. They're they're playing Zan and Jaina. In case you don't know the uh, Wonder Twins names, but oh, of um, course. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. Um, ha- I like the last you- run of the the Wonder comics, like the Bendis, what he oversaw, the uh, Wonder Twins miniseries. That was okay. really good. Um. Do, I'm hoping it's do you like have that. any faith in KJ Appa or whatever his name is? Appa? Not at all. He's pretty terrible on Riverdale. So Excellent. I don't really know. Wonderful. Oh, okay. Tell me if this is just me, Michael. Okay. I know you're not a Wonder Twins fan, but you've seen them in comics and and like super fans and stuff. But of course. I always thought they were like, I know they're aliens, but I always thought they were like East Asian or like Southeast Asian or something. Like not white. I don't know why. It's kind um, of like the Na- the Namor effect. Like I no, I agree with you. I just never looked at them as white people, and then they cast the two whitest uh, leaves. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's an that's an odd, it's an odd call. It seemed um, like a good opportunity to like quote race bend. You know, like right. Y- yeah, I don't know. That's a weird choice, I guess, because uh, I, I I don't know if I would have put that into words. Um, but I did always see them as. Um, non-white for sure yeah i feel like they're non-white coded if that's a thing you know for aliens um kind of like america chavez or something you know like sure it's just a weird that was my first reaction as i was like huh that's weird huh we're going white huh okay i mean that tells you all you know about this really look like twins either but well you know i mean what do you want okay they could find some real twins michael they're um, out there. Can they? Tw- twins don't exist. Zach and Cody. The sweet Dylan life. and Cole Sprouts. Yeah, the other Riverdale star. He could. They could have played it. Um, I don't know about that. Against it. Okay. Never mind. Not, I don't Go know ahead. if I'm for that. Well, fine. What about Scarlett Johansson and her twin? She's um, a twin brother. Wait. 
Does she? Oh yeah, she yeah. does. I forgot all about that. Um, yeah, and she can play there. any tree. Well, I mean, if we're casting for Asian representation, yeah, look no further than been Scarlett Johansson. Uh, as we as we circle. know, yes, that's what we're here for, folks. Wow. Okay. Um, well, do you have any? Uh, no. Like, what, are your, what are your hopes for Wonder Twins? Um, I'm hoping for Watchmen level quality. If we're going for DC Disney or DC HBO property here, you know, like huh. I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm hoping Lofty. for passable at best. Well, we don't. We have no so idea what simple. these uh, HBO Max movies are going to be like. You know, there's oh, Batgirl. Dylan. Well, no, they could be investing some real money into these. I know yeah, money doesn't make something so. good. Zack Snyder has proved that. But hey, they could be investing talent and and money into these. There's, there's no. I'm just saying, it. there's a chance it's not like CW level. Like they don't have to be bad. Yeah, they might be better than they have a right to be. That's true. They could be. But KJ Apa. <laughs> Has he done anything other than Riverdale? Not that I... Riverdale. Uh, he's done a couple like romance movies, I think. Ooh, excellent. Yeah. I think he did one, like a, one of the faith-based ones, but I'm not sure. Okay. I know he's also Australian and does a really bad American accent. Oh, it's a so, good thing he's um, not playing an American in like Riverdale or anything. Yeah. Maybe you <laughs> my know, name is Archie Andrews. Maybe Zan will be uh Australian. <laughs> oh, that's it. The Wanda twins. <laughs> oh my god. I love uh, it. Oh no. Is there a date on this thing? Or is this just like purely theoretical at this point? They haven't threatened us with a date yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, good. Oh I mean, well. I mean, one day we'll get there, right? Can't wait for the set photos, the first costume pics. But and everybody will dump all over it. Rightfully so, if, I'm sure. If I had to guess something really random about this movie, I think they're going to get some like prestige actor as the villain. I don't know why. They Where's the money? It's not on the leads, you know? It's got to be like so, Helen so who Mirren are we talking or something. Here? Not Helen Mirren, but like... Who's it gonna be? I don't know. Like Viola Davis or something, you know? They're gonna get some like Oscar actor as the villain to try and like bring in. They're like, this is how we get the adults, you know? Man, something so like formulaic a, like that. Oh yeah, we gotta go to see it. We gotta go see the new Ben Kingsley film. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's a resp- who 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 are you into if you're over 50? Liam Neeson? Matt Damon? Oh. Matt Damon. <laughs> Liam, Liam Neeson. Yeah, I said Oscar worthy, and then you went Liam Neeson. So I don't know. Hey, his career started out differently than it ended up, okay? He was in like real movies. Yeah. And doing dramatic parts. And was okay. And now he's the action guy. I don't know if he's expensive, though. <laughs> I bet he is. I mean, relative. I mean, too expensive for this. Anyway, what are we talking about? Talking about Liam Neeson and the Wonder Twins? Should we move on to the next one? Um, Yeah, I was promised. uh, I already forgot the the buzzword you used. Um, Yeah, I don't remember either. It's the Thor trailer. Everyone's seen it by now. It's been out for two days. Excellent. Um, At least I hope you have. Uh, This dropped on Monday. Monday morning. Surprise drop. 
they didn't warn us or do anything. You know, they weren't like, oh, it's coming tomorrow like they normally do. It just appeared at 9 mm-hmm. a.m. Um, I was very pleasantly surprised because people have been asking about this for a very long time. Yeah. It's unheard of for us to get so close to a release date with no trailer because this comes out in like two months or something. Normally, yeah. they like at least half a year in advance start with a teaser and then we get, you get time for like two more trailers. So I'm not sure what's going to happen here. What I'm not thinking about it. the reason for that. I don't know. I'm not sure if uh, Spider-Man is like redefining the marketing for superhero movies because that they did be. something similar. Like they didn't start advertising that till the end also. But maybe they're like, we don't need to have three trailers for a movie. I don't know. I I mean, I don't disagree with that. It's like the people that are already going to go see Thor don't need three trailers. Yeah, I, agree. I don't need one trailer. You know, I'm going to go see it. Um, I I don't know. I like it as a fan. But I do appreciate the like half a year hype train, you know, especially like working at a comic book store, you get more time of people being like, oh, there's this trailer. I want to read that, you know. Right. Yeah, we're definitely in that weird bubble, right, where um, we have a different perspective than a lot of people because we are directly tied into the nerd movie culture. So we're talking about this stuff for months before your standard every other retail employee is talking about it right like your your cashier at trader joe's you know might not be up on what trades are going to be adapted are going to be covered in thor love and thunder but we got to know that months out you know and you would think marvel would but and dc but sometimes they somehow aren't aware that people are going to want the Jason Aaron, Jane Foster stuff, you know, when the trailer comes out. Yeah. So, so why would that be in print? Yeah. With more lead time, we could have gotten it, but you know, at least we got a couple months and I'm sure people are going to love her after this movie, but of course the trailer itself, it started off with Thor. Um, he was meditating a little bit. He said, I need to figure out who I am. A little introspective. Mm-hmm. Seemed like he was giving up the superhero game. I wonder how long that'll last. Um, in the movie, half the movie. Yeah. If, uh, not, if that. not even. Yeah. Um, he's teaming up with the Guardians in the beginning. If you remember, he left with the Guardians of the End Game. I forgot all about that until I saw that. Actually, no. When I saw the trailer, I was like, "Why is he with the Guardians?" I forgot. Like, yeah, it has been a really long time. Uh, and I don't think I've rewatched End Game since theaters. Yeah, because we saw it a couple times, so yeah, probably burnt out on it. I like it, but you know, I'm good. But I mean, were you happy to see the Guardians, or were you like, yeah, um, who are they? Honestly, like, okay, I'm a little Guardians doubt. Um, I re- I liked the first one a lot, and the second one was fine. I like and the second one. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. They're not melting my butter anymore. I get it. I think I felt that way a while ago, but I think I've uh, had a, enough of a break. Okay. You know? And also just seeing like Batista there, knowing he doesn't want to be there, doesn't really, it colors my experience, you know? Yeah. It sucks that there's no Gamora and we have tracks still, you know? 
Yeah. And then Star Lord, Chris Pratt's kind of tainted that as well. Like, yeah. There's some baggage with the Guardians now, you know? Exactly. Just give me Rocket and Teenage Groot in a pot or baby Groot and in a Mantis. pot. And Mantis. That's it. Okay, bring some bring some new ones. I don't know. And Nebula, obviously. Well, yeah, of course. And maybe uh yeah, they can get a spinoff. We'll see. But it seems like they're gonna say goodbye early in the movie. I could be wrong, but it seemed like yeah, it seems like a cameo thing. Yeah. Um but I was happy to see him regardless. And then uh we got a shot of what looks like Olympus and uh yes. Zeus. Who is they didn't show him his face in the trailer, but he's apparently played by Russell Crowe. Okay. Um, and you see him like catch a lightning bolt. Uh some people were saying maybe that's new Asgard, but I think it looked like really sophisticated and new Asgard's still like a tourist trap, you know, on in like on earth, you know. So right. And and also but, at this time during the trailer, we're hearing um Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this, How do you feel about that? Um, I was talking about it with Matt at the store today, uh, and I don't know. Of all the guns, he wasn't songs, about it. Yeah, I'm also not about it. Like that, I mean, oh, it's fine. I it's a good song, and I like it, but it's, it's beyond played out. Like, but maybe that's the point. Like, it's not like supposed to hit like a oh cool, I love Guns and Roses energy. Maybe it's supposed to be like you know past its prime sort of thing because that's where thor is at so maybe there's I think a way you're reading too much into it i probably am uh i'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt um but i think i think it's not a, a song to get anybody hyped anymore i think it's played out but this, i'm not going to hold that against the trailer at all i don't think that's like a blight against it its... didn't add or subtract from it for me i was just like okay i can tell that's the like uh like the aesthetic and the ambiance they're going for, you know, especially right. based on the poster. The poster looks like very like 80s rock metal adjacent to, you know. Right, um, of course. Which I really liked, but I don't know. I agree. It was just meh. A more creative choice might have been better. But I think with the Zeus thing, that um for those who don't know gore the god butcher is the villain of this movie played by christian bale yeah we didn't see him in the trailer at all or hear him but i think it'd be cool if he just like murders zeus at some point like in the beginning of the movie that's his only purpose you know that'd be awesome i mean that's his whole thing is killing gods you know obviously yeah so (laughs) it's it's in the name I, i did just get my thor god of thunder number two back from cgc today Oh, yes. I'm excited. Nine, eight, nine, nine, six? Four, nine, four. Oh, okay. That's still so, really good. Yeah. So better than nine, two. I'll take it. I'm going um, to hang on to that one though for a little bit, but you read this run, right? Oh, this is my favorite Thor run. Right. So I didn't like Thor. This run made me like Thor. The first 12 issues of Jason Aaron's Thor made me like Thor. Yeah. I was later than you. I read the Jane Foster stuff. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, oh, this is like a continuation of Jason Aaron's Thor run. And I was like, oh, oh no. So I w- went back and read it after that and caught up. But I agree. It is the only Thor run I've read, but it's my favorite. So it's really good. I mean, fair enough. I, I, I've i read a little bit of the Simonson stuff, like the older 80s uh, Thor. And it's 
I mean, I understand it's 30 plus years old, but it's it's pretty dated and it's very like Thor's talking like Gandalf and stuff, you know what I mean? Like he's like, stand forth and deliver. You know, it's hard like, to identify right. with. Yeah, it's like Thor is so alien, literally. Um, and it's just like I can't relate in any way to Thor. And he's so so completely other. Yeah. You know, but that Jason Aaron stuff is so good and relatable. Even when he and, I, I, he is a you know a god, but but it's really fulfilling because it's rare that a writer gets so much time to like establish a long arc, you know, with so yeah. many payoffs, you know. And I wonder what the plot's gonna be like though, because Jane wasn't involved in the, the God Butcher stuff. Yeah, they're mixing stuff for sure. God Butcher mm-hmm. was before but that's, Foster. But that's fine. I just it doesn't bother me too. We're, much. we're not gonna get my favorite mo- moment from that run though, which is when um uh, spoilers for a, a eight-year-old comic. Um it's in the last issue or two of that uh two trade arc, so eleven or twelve. Um when like Thor has to do his final battle with Gore the God Butcher, and he's teaming up with old man Thor with King Thor and young man of young Avenger Thor. Um, and he's got to sort of get everybody across the multiverse to pray to Thor to power him up and like generate a Goku spirit bomb so that he could kill <laughs> Gore. And it's just super lit. I love it. It's like everybody they have like pages of panels of everybody worshiping Thor to give them their energy. I love it. It's it, and it's got oh, that cool. it's got ribic art that's just phenomenal. Well, speaking of his art, there is a part in the trailer that was literally like yes. exactly a panel yes, there from was. the book. And I, I saw that. I was like, "Oh my goodness." I think that's really cool, but also it's like calling into question like the ethics of just ripping off of I mean, artists, like, is he getting credit? I mean, maybe. I don't know. We don't know. He might get credit, but also it's like, I don't know. I actually don't know where I stand on it because it's like the cheapest set designer, I guess. You know, I know Mar- they and I know they signed something saying, uh, I don't own this. Marvel can do whatever they want with it. Of course. And I, and I get no royalties. So like they're not entitled to being paid for it. But like, it feels a little icky, you know, like. Mm. I like this art that this man did. Let me take that. Like, well, I know they have every right to do that, but it's like, well, then at that point, that calls into question the whole comic book movie medium. You know, I, feel I agree. Like yeah. At that point, like the whole thing. Um, if we're if we're going down that route, then it's like, well, I, how much of it is okay? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I I do get your. This point. This was the most it's, egregious like visual representation of that. This yet, is like though, someone selling a print of Ribic's art at a con, that isn't Ribic. You know, it's like yeah, uh, you, you. This is kind of yucky, but hopefully, but it was really cool. Hopefully, he gets credit in there. Yeah, he better at least get credit because he drew well, that. Well, and if he's scene. credited, <laughs> if he's credited, he'll get paid. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, if you've never seen Isad Rubik's art on that, well, hit at all, but specifically on that run, uh, it's very, very good. Yeah. Um, all right. We also got to look at Valkyrie looking pretty unfulfilled as the, the new king of New Asgard. Mm-hmm. We know she's looking for her queen. I'm not sure who that's going to be. I'm hoping it's Carol, Captain Marvel. 
I know it's a long shot. She's not confirmed to be in this movie at all, but I don't know who else it would be. Jane, you know? I mean, that, that sort of makes sense. That's the I easy mean, answer. There's no other female characters in this movie. Darcy. <laughs> I hope Darcy's in this movie. Darcy, now that she's back in the MCU. Yeah. That'd be a nice, yeah, like reunion with Jane, maybe. Um, but I'm excited to see Valkyrie. And uh, I guess we can just talk about the, the stinger at the end. Oh, yes. I went through the whole trailer. I was like, Where's Jane? Are we are they even gonna do it? You know, like I was gonna be very annoyed. This what I will say this whole trailer was very teasery. It was labeled teaser, and it is very much that. There's no action, it's just a lot of hype shots, basically. Yeah, a lot of vibes, vibes, settings, and faces. Yes. Um, but then at the end we see the hand grab uh the you know reconstructed Mjolnir, the one that hella broke. And then it's revealed to be Jane Foster. Dun, dun, or who dun. knows? It could be anyone. I don't know. Well, sh- sure. I mean, we know. They don't say it's Jane in the trailer. No, they don't. But we all know. I wish we could live in that world where, because that's what they did in the comics, you know, where it was yeah. like not revealed to like a year in that that was Jane Foster. That would be, yeah. that'd be such a cool thing to have in the movie. But I understand that's impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't really recapture that unless it's not Someone else. Jane. However, we know that it is because Natalie Portman's in it. Hyde was speculating that it's a Jane variant, and I'm like, it better not be. That's dumb. That would, and I don't that like would really it. make me mad because I don't think he was saying he wanted that to happen. I just think he thought maybe it was, but I'm really hoping, like, my biggest hope for her character in this movie is that they do the cancer storyline, you know. Ooh. I know we're packing in a lot to the movie. And also, um, it doesn't seem like, I don't know if this this movie has the tone for a cancer storyline. I feel, I agree, but then also like there's Jojo Rabbit that Taika Waititi did, you know, that's, and that was that's true. as dark as it gets and funny. Like, I think he could pull that off, you know? Um, maybe so. Or maybe at the end of the movie, you reveal, like she goes back to Earth and you reveal her situation, you know? Like mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be even... A huge, a huge thing. Point. It can be something you've set up for later. I just hope it's not like a variant Jane who got Mjolnir or something. You know? Oh, yeah, a what if Jane and then it's like, oh, here we are. Okay. Which would be true to the what if issue, but I'm hoping it's the Jason Aaron Jane storyline. Uh, me too. Me too. And it's oh, perfect because I... we haven't, since Natalie Portman got mad at Marvel, we haven't seen her in forever, so we don't know what she's been up to. You know, it's true. Um, what we what have, you think? What, um, I thought the trailer was excellent, man. I thought it was really, really good. Um, I, I met thought, of Jane's arms. Oh, uh, they they were ripped. <laughs> it was ripped, chiseled. Yeah, Robert Pattinson, take note. Yeah, because Natalie Every, Portman understood the assignment. Everyone else is on notice. She bulked up, okay. Yeah, she did the Marvel diet, and she really delivered. Yeah, she's really, she looks she looks so good. She looks very imposing, like the mask. Yep. The, not the mask. The helmet looks perfect. It's no visually excellent. Visually excellent. Trailer was cool. Um, obviously, I want to see more. Um, I'm going to see the movie regardless. Actually, I don't need to see more. Whatever. I don't care. Just I'll see the movie. <laughs> just give it to me. I, yeah. Just let's just watch it. Um, when is it coming out? June, I was, July. I was looking that up. That comes out July 8th. July 8th. Okay. Very soon, right? That's not far. That's not far away from Doctor Strange. Like two months away. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, well, that's all I got. 
All right. Well, let's uh, let's hear about these uh, this live sale. I bet you didn't know that we host a weekly live streaming comic sale. Dust off your old Facebook account or borrow your grandma's login. Join us every Wednesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Central. Bedrock City is the only verified blue check comic store on Facebook, meaning we're better than everyone else. It also means that we're trusted to bring you brand new quality key issues, comic bundles, variants, and more every week at super affordable prices. Even if you've already spent all your money on Fortnite skins like me, you can still join just to hang out and chat comics with Kevin Austin and me. For all the details not covered here, or if your auditory processing disorder didn't allow you to comprehend anything I just said, head over to bedrockcity.com live to read all the details. Hashtag ad. And we are back, ready to talk about all of my news, but um, I think we actually have a couple more uh, last minute editions of Dylan's events that didn't make it to the pre-tape. Dylan, what we do you do? Okay, so for that live sale tonight, it's the half off show. I just want to what? say that. Almost all the books are half off, 50% Almost. off. Yeah, there's a few. Not, not like that 129? First appearance of Thor. Yeah, sorry. It's 13000 Excuse it's me? Yeah, it's $13,000. We will not be oh, marking oh, the down first, half off. the first Thor. Okay. I, yeah. I was thinking of the first Punisher that you have. I was like, that's not 13000 No. He wishes. Yeah. Um, he could. Yeah, there's, there's some very high-grade key issues that Richard brought back. Nice. Um, From yeah. South Carolina. Very cool. Yeah. But other than that, it's all half off. So that's, uh, you know, I'm excited about that. But then we got our spring sale this weekend, starting yes. on Friday, um, the 22nd, in case you're listening to this on a weird date, um, April 22nd. <laughs> yes. And it's at all locations. Everything in the store is on sale. Half off back issues, 25% off trades. 25% off most things. Most things. Yeah. 10% off new issues. Yes. 50% off a couple toys. Um, loose toys. Yeah. Yes. So I don't know. Very come cool. To, come come to down. You, are, you all you all know what's up. Come to all six. It's a whole weekend. <laughs> you got so okay. Look, as someone who prior to uh coming to Clear Lake, I used to drive around once a month to all six bedrocks to do gaming manager stuff and demo games to all the stores. I can tell you the best stores you can get to in one day. So you gotta you gotta hit Sugar Land and Clear Lake in one day. Those are the two closest geographically. Then you do, uh, you can probably do Washington and Galleria in the other day and then spring and Katie in the other day. That's how you do it. Take it to the bank. Take it from me. If you want to hit all six. Three days, two a day. There you go. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to do three a day because then you're going to burn out and you're not going to get enough time in each one. You want enough time to like dig through the bins, look through the toy wall. You know, I got a lot of pops. Look, you're you're looking for pops. I got them, but you know, I got a lot. (laughs) You know, you got to see what's yeah. up. You got to fight these little kids to get in front of the, the cases to see all the expensive toys. Oh, yeah. But anyway, um, you got any other last minute? Yeah, stuff we got our Doctor Strange screening on May 5th. And that's uh, Thursday, not this upcoming Thursday. But one the after that uh, or the yes. one after after that. It's a couple fifth, Thursdays whatever. from now. Yeah, a um, couple Thursdays away. Um, and you can get tickets in stores. And then the Saturday after that is free comic book day. What thousands of free comics thousands. at all the stores? Um, local so artist many, Rob Liefeld at the gallery area store, 12 to 2. Local artist so, Rob Liefeld, local artist Rob Liefeld. Uh, so the move is to go to go, another location, go to Clear Lake, your, first. your favorite bedrock, Clear Lake. yeah, and then pop over to the gallery area store at noon. That's right, and he'll be there noon to two, only a little bit. He might be there longer, but noon to two at least, uh, guaranteed. So, uh, 
You can sign Deadpool, Bad Blood, number one for free, which we have plenty of. Um, and then other comics for not free. Exactly. And then we have the Bedrock City Comic Con the Saturday after that. That is May 14th at No Label Brewery in Katy. Uh, That's exciting. 12, yeah, 12 to 6. And we're going to have artist Terry Dodson there. Ooh. And yeah, I really like him. I'm a big fan. That was the and thing you couldn't officially confirm last week. Yeah. But the plane ticket is booked. It's happening. Okay. Um, or the spirit nice. of him will be there at least. Um, and then we'll have uh, 30 vendors, four food trucks. Wow. Um, I'm most excited about this musical act. Go he on. Does, he does superhero themed um, songs like and, and raps. Okay. And he, he won like a TV competition doing a Cyclops, a rap about Cyclops. Um, really? in Australia in Australia yeah okay um so I'm excited I'm just gonna it's gonna be hard to work you know I'm gonna be watching things yeah that sounds that's that's excellent I gotta see that yeah so and there's also like a cantina band and, and stuff like that and oh, of course and tacos and uh crawfish and everything and beer of course of course um, so check out if you like I said if you didn't um hear anything any of those just go to our facebook page and click on events and they're all there excellent um now let's get into my news i don't have too much this week i only have a couple um we have some wrestling stuff here real quick um last week it was announced uh that uh, tony khan the ceo and owner of all elite wrestling will have a huge announcement this week and tony khan is one every week yeah, he's well known for saying he's going to have a huge announcement. Um, and sometimes they're big and sometimes they're not. So we're going to see. But the big speculation is that I, what, I'm throwing my hat behind uh, that they're going to be headlining. They're going to be hosting a super show with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which is what everybody has been wanting for years. Um, other, other strong money would be a streaming service since they did just purchase Ring of Honor. And they own their tape library, so they could really have a robust streaming uh, partner, probably with HBO Max, as they are owned by Warner. Um, or it's neither. Or it's neither. And, and it's a, a letdown. Yeah. Oh. Well, okay. If Tony Khan is coming out to do an announcement, it's big, because he's only done that like once or twice. Um, there's always he'll always announce like big, huge surprises on the show, but not him coming out to deliver it. Okay. Um, so that's promising. Yeah, so I'm gonna say it's the New Japan Super Show. Um, that's that's my official guess because they have been doing a lot of, uh, they've been sending a lot of their talent over to work some New Japan shows lately. There's some storylines brewing, but you know between across company lines, so there's a lot a lot of going on there. Um, minor gaming news here, um, as is the case every single time. Amazon has uh, not spoiled, but revealed inadvertently the release date for the next unannounced D&D book. Um, it's going to be August 16th. We don't know what the book is yet, but Amazon put okay. a placeholder up and then quickly took it down after they got in trouble as they do every single all the time. time. It happens every- in comics all the time too. Yeah. So we already know they've got two more books. Well, one, two more books coming out before then so 
it's a it's a D&D filled summer. Uh we're going to have um what's it called? Uh I've already forgotten the uh the Monsters of the Multiverse coming out very soon, which is a reissue of the one that came out in the box set that we're going to have through the Radiance uh through the Radiant Citadel coming out in June. And then in August we're going to have this unannounced book. So um I'm saying it's going to be Dragonlance. Uh, which is a very popular setting. This is my fully guesswork, uh, but I'm right. going to say it's going to be Dragonlance, um, which is a very popular setting from older editions of D&D. And they recently re got into the, the, the rights with them because they are owned by the people who created it and not by Wizards of the Coast, which is weird. Um, but they're putting out some Dragonlance novels, which are written by the original creators. So it sounds like they're trying to do a lot with Dragonlance. So, okay. but, um, that's, that's my guess is that it's going to be dragon lights, but moving on, I only have two pieces of news here, um, that are movie related. You know what? I'm going to do a throwback here, Dylan throwback, throwback. Okay. Top Gun news. That's right. We got some top gun news. We got some top gun news. Coming at you as if he was here. He's not. He's not here. Uh, the last time we had Top Gun news, we had Matt phoning in, and that was pretty funny. Um, but I do have a piece of Top Gun news. Less news, more of a interesting story, and I don't know how to dissect it. I don't know if you've seen this, Dylan, but apparently the director of Top Gun Mavericks, Joseph Kaczynski, told Empire Magazine that he has shot approximately 800 hours of footage for this film, which is more than all three Lord of the Rings movies. Hmm. Why? I'm very curious about this. It's like, it's like uh, <laughs> the filmmaker put that, this is from Variety. So this is not like a nonsense article. Um, the filmmaker put that number into perspective by saying the sequel quote, shot as much footage as three Lord of the Rings movies combined. Um, out of a 12 or 14 hour day, you might get a 30 seconds of good footage. Kaczynski said, said about why we shot so much footage, but it was so hard earned. It took a very long time to get it. Months and months of aerial shooting. We shot as much footage as three Lord of the Rings movies combined. I think it was 800 hours of footage. We had to teach actors about lighting, about cinematography, about editing. I had to teach them how to turn on cameras, turn them off, turn, teach actors about camera angles and lenses. We didn't have unlimited time in these jets. If they're going to go up for 20, 30 minutes, I had to make sure that we could get what we needed. So, huh. Sounds like a lot of effort has been put into this film. I'm that's all I can hope for since I'm not really too invested in the narrative. Me neither. I'm hoping for a cinematic achievement on some level, you know. I, I think okay, so right. I don't care. Sorry, Matt. I don't really care about Top Gun as a franchise, and I have no real desire to see this movie. However, I would totally go see it in Dolby or 4DX. I think Agreed. that is like Dolby though, because it's free with or my IMAX. subscription. Sure, but I get Dolby with AMC. So um, I know I, I know it was a lot of it was filmed in IMAX, right? Or some of it was. AMC is IMAX too, right? Yeah, yeah. But Dolby sounds better. That's true. Yeah. Um, and you I feel like feel that vibrating. That's right. Well, no, then we just go see 40X, go full full silly gimmick. I think that's the way to go. I mean, the wait, is Regal still gonna have 40X? Yeah. Okay, with these redesigns. Okay, cool. That's good. Real good. Um, <laughs> right. So does this, so does does the fact that this movie is shot four 
uh, over uh, 800 hours. Does that make you more or less excited about this movie, Dylan? I still keep forgetting that this movie is coming out. I know. It's been coming out for so long. Every time I see a trailer, I'm like, oh, yeah, Top Gun. Which reminds me of something else, a little bit of tea that I'll spill. But okay. in regards to this, not, not at all. No, I don't care. Okay. But it it makes me a little excited that like we'll get some cool this all this effort can't be for nothing, right? Like it has to it's come gotta be okay, right? When we see it. I just want like at least if I'm not invested in the story, maybe I will be. But if I'm not, I can be like, oh, that was really cool. I wonder how they did that, you know? Right. Practically. Like a Only national practically. geographic. Yeah. Like a documentary or something. Right. Interesting. But, okay, but this reminded me, speaking of movies that are never coming out, you know how Avatar 2 is supposed to be, supposed to be coming out for a very long time? It's uh-huh. probably coming out in December. I don't know if you know, but Bedrock City, we're influencers, you know? Because oh, yeah. Invited well, we're, the, we're the only uh, blue check comic book store on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and I'm not making that up. Go check. Uh, Who yeah, else got go it? Check. Um, but we do get invited to like press screenings and stuff we and do. they are hosting press screenings for the Avatar 2 trailer where they're just inviting press to just go and watch the trailer. And Dylan, that's we got to go. No. For the pod. No, we're not. <laughs> we don't, we don't condone this behavior. I just want to confirm that the movie is apparently coming out because like I, my philosophy has been, I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. So like uh-huh. the trailer is a good sign if you care. I don't. But if are one gonna, did care, are we going to review this movie? But also, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of press being that secretive a with press a trailer for a trailer. Yeah, they want reviews for trailers, huh? Anyway, well, maybe they're just not sure at all, like what they've got. You know, it's it, the franchise is dead. Like, it's the, how how long ago did the last one come out? Like over ten years, right? Yeah, yeah. Like well, they cares? have. I don't know. It's very. Who knows how it's going to do? Because it's the biggest movie of all time, pretty much, or it was. You know, and yeah. So it's so stale, <laughs> right? We'll see. Does anybody go back and watch Avatar, or was everybody just going to see it for the really cool 3D that was new at the time? It was the big spectacle. You know, I really liked Avatar at the time when I watched. I did it. too. Um, I haven't gone back and watched it in a very long time. I don't know if I've ever watched it at my house. I don't. I'm going to be controversial yet brave. Uh, I don't think Avatar is as bad as everyone says it is. How brave. I think it's fine. Thank you. I'm being vulnerable. Wow. And I feel very seen. Thank you, Michael. Yeah, no it's problem. not that bad. You. The movie's fine. I don't know when it became so cool to hate Avatar. Well, like, no, I don't I, love it. See, I won't defend it. It's silly. I don't and think it's dumb, but it's like gorgeous. It's a cinematic achievement and it's got a boring story. I don't think I hate Avatar as much as I hate James Cameron. He makes it easy to hate his movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a butt. <laughs> like, it's like he's, a very well-made movie. It, yeah, it is. Sorry. He's he's good at making movies. Yeah. He he gets that budget for a reason. I think he's going to pull something out of his hat for this one. And people are going to go see it again. Has he's he been made... studying. He's been in that submarine doing oh something, God. Michael. Studying the water, you know. <laughs> Oh, he's found the real Navi. Yes, I'm telling you, something's going to happen. So are you calling it now? Is Avatar 2 going to be... Something's going to get people hyped for Avatar 2. Okay. Why are they being so secretive with this trailer? They found the real... They found some sort of like a dinosaur. 
and they've put and it the trailer's in 3D, by the way. It's coming back. Oh my god. We're doing this you again. To, you have to see it in 3D. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I bought those 3D, those like glasses clip-ons that go right here on the bridge oh, of yeah. glasses. I, I haven't had to use them because we haven't seen a 3D movie. Because I got them like early 2020. Do you have and extra? Then, uh no. Mm, I think I do. I okay. think come I do. I think they come with two pair. I'll bring them. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, speaking of people that know how to make movies, <laughs> uh, my last bit of news here is we have a trailer for a new David Cronenberg film called Crimes of the Future. Uh, so we got this trailer, uh, I want to say yesterday or the day before uh, for the new Cronenberg movie, which is sort of a return to older Cronenberg stuff, which if you're familiar is more body horror type stuff. Um, I don't know if Dylan, have you seen? I was any racking his... my brain after you said that, and I don't. I've seen Cronenberg movies, but I don't think I've seen a body horror one. Like you haven't seen Videodrome or no The Dead Zone. No. Oh man. Okay, so you've seen I've like seen a history of violence, oh, Eastern Promises, Cosmopolis. Oh. Um. No, 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 no. Sorry. Eight, I don't think seventies and eighties Cronenberg is a very different Cronenberg. He he used to make like gross body horror movies and then started making dramas um interesting i don't know why or what's up with the shift but either way so what we have here is a trailer i will describe the trailer for you um the, or i'll describe this the plot synopsis for you here as the human species adapts to a, th- a synthetic environment the body undergoes transformations and mutations uh with his partner caprice played by Leah Seydoux, uh, Saul Tenser, played by Viggo Mortensen. Celebrity, celebrity performance artist showcases the metamorphosis of his organs in avant-garde performances. Timlin, played by Kristen Stewart, an investigator for the National Organ Registry, obsessively tracks their movements, which is when, which is when a mysterious group is revealed, their mission to use his notoriety to shed light on the next phase of human evolution. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. It's, I didn't get that from the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, you just get a lot of weird stuff in the trailer. A yeah. lot of vibes. We're getting a lot of vibes trailers lately. Um, although you can get, you can sort of see the workings of the body horror though, where the, they're like, yeah, for sure, dude stitching up his face. But that's all I saw, and then Kristen Stewart looking in a microscope, and then like sticking like that together. She's like probing somebody's stomach with something. Yeah, that makes a really gross out noise. Um, so, what did you think of this trailer, Dylan? I thought it looked really good. The vibes yeah. were good. You, you should <laughs> you should go watch Videodrome, Dylan. The movie is wild. Okay. It's it's uh, no, the effects are dated because it's like early 80s. Um, but anyway, Videodrome is excellent. There's a criterion of it, okay? So you know it's good. Um, but let me tell you this. So another bit of weird Cronenberg trivia. So think of Cronenberg as like gross David Lynch, maybe. Like he does a lot, his he did all those movies are art movies like a videodrome specifically videodrome is very like high art uh but gross out at the same time um one of his first movies came out in 1970 is also called crimes of the future which is what this movie is called so okay yes which, what does that mean? Which is very weird because that's not in most most of the articles about this trailer. Don't mention that. Um, it wasn't in the press release. No, it sure wasn't. So he has a movie called 
Crimes of the Future that came out in 1970, and the plot line is completely different. So I think this is David Cronenberg trying to retouch uh, or recapture his artistic roots and stop making, you know, the dramas that he's been making and say, look, I can, I'm going to remake something with the same title. That's entirely different. Like he's trying to like, I'm sort of reading a lot into it, but I think, I think that's the reason for the title is that he's like, look, I'm going back to the, back to the start, but he probably forgot he has a movie with that name. That could also, that could also be, (laughs) that could also be so. But um, anyway, uh, this movie is coming out in June, but um, it will debut at con um, next month. So which con comic con. Oh my God. Uh, con film festival cans cannies we should start a french comic convention called comic con oh my god i'm sure that 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 must exist already right so it needs to no one no one has surely that already exists otherwise uh trademark and it uh, would be here that's our intellectual property by the way yeah um well comic con is held here in paris uh, texas oh my god and it's a and it's a no it's a film festival of comic book movies <laughs> comic con yes it has to be yeah yeah that's it in, not in paris texas paris texas is too small they, they don't have a theater <laughs> they probably have a cinemark uh it's unfortunate but anyway that's all i have go if you feel bold go check out the trailer for crimes of the future um i'm looking forward to it as a fan of old school cronenberg so but anyway um let's hear about these gaming events Now, it's time to give you the rundown of all the awesome upcoming gaming events for the month of April. Kicking it off with Keyforge, we run two events a month at our Clear Lake location from 7pm till around 9. Keyforge is the perfect game for casual and hardcore card game players. Feel free to come by an hour early and learn to play. You can join us this month on April the 1st and the 15th. For RPG Day, this month we are playing Call of Cthulhu the investigative horror game that puts players right in the middle of cosmic horror. Players don't need to bring anything. All play materials, dice, pencils, character sheets are provided. There is no entry fee. However, we do ask that you make a purchase of any size from the gaming department on the day of the event. Seats are very limited. Sign-ups are only open three weeks before the event. To sign up, either call the Clear Lake location or send Michael a PM. And of course, I can't forget about Paint Club. Every month, we get together and paint some tabletop RPG miniatures. These events are for painters of all skill levels. This month, on April the 9th at the Katie location, we will be hosting the WizKids Ice Troll Paint Night. Then, Saturday, April 30th, at our Clear Lake location, we are hosting a freestyle painting event where you can paint any mini in the store. We can't wait to see what you create. We'll see you at the game tables. And we are back. Uh, and before we get to our review portion, we got to make sure that we do our pick of the week. My pick of the week is going to be not a comic, surprising. Um, mine is going to be the Marvel Multiverse role-playing game playtest drops this week. Um, and it should be available at all Bedrock City locations. Uh, there's three different covers to choose from. And this is a 110-page or so. Um, it's bound like a trade paperback. Um, 
version, uh, playtest version of the rules. And if you do actually sit down and play it, Marvel is requesting feedback. Uh, go to marvel.com slash RPG to answer a questionnaire about huh. what worked for you and what didn't work for you. Because the game isn't coming out till next year. Catch um, anyway. cover. Yes. Let's go um, which one. I'm going to try to run some run a game for the employees or organize some of that. And then maybe we'll get it run in the store as well as part of the play test. That'd be fun. Yes. Uh, that's my pick. Mine is Captain America number zero. It's a new kind of like launch launch for uh, the new era of Captain America books, which is there's going to be a Sam Wilson one and a Steve Rogers one. And this one has both of them um versus arnim zola not sure really what the story is but it's kind of like a reintroduction into where they're at before they each launch their own titles and it's a zero issue it's five dollars it's pretty long so it's a pretty thick book and there's like really great covers alex ross mark brooks stuff like that so yeah that's my there's, pick. there's a ton of really good covers um but anyway let's get to uh let's talk about moon knight Episode three came out last week. Um, episode two, episode four comes out today. Uh, yeah, here we are, stuck in last week. So, uh, <laughs> what did you think about this past week's episode, Dylan? I really liked it again. Um, I was worried going into it because I thought maybe it would be an all Mark episode, you uh-huh. know. Um, but we got plenty of Steven, uh, which is all I care about. Uh, so. I was very pleasantly surprised. We got, I feel like we pushed the plot forward more than most episodes as well. Um, mm-hmm. And that like we started with Harrow, like breaking ground or like, you know, digging for Amet. Um, yes. And Mark is basically, the whole plot of this episode is Mark and uh, Layla, that's her name, right? Yeah. yeah. Are like basically racing to catch up to find them. They're in Egypt. And uh it was a little bit fetch questy, yes. Um, which I know I they're mean, going for the national treasure, the mummy plot, and the whole uh, "you must go find this map in this sarcophagus" didn't really do it for me. Right. Um, but I thought the episode started really strong and ended really strong, which is uh, yeah, it 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 ended super strong. Um. <clears throat> I, I liked it as well. Um, I've seen, uh, there were some people talking about it in the Discord that they had some trouble with it, um, that they thought it added too many mysteries or is failing to answer questions. Um, which well, I can, We still I, don't know who the third identity is because it Jake starts Lockley. with that fight. Well, yeah. But... Oh, I mean, I'm sorry. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> they uh, haven't addressed that yet, but because it started with them fighting and then they're like brutally killed and they're like, I didn't do it. Well, I didn't do it. You know, are right. people mad that that's still not addressed? Yeah. Or what I, are I they mad so. about? Um, well, I don't want to directly quote people, but like it's, um, well, not mad, but what are they, you know, wanting more answers for? I mean, um, I, I don't think, I don't think that will, uh, I, I don't, I don't have that exact answer, but I um, could, I could see that thinking it's like spinning its wheels a little bit, you know, I, I but, can see that too. Um, but I thought this was a strong episode. Honestly, I enjoyed it. Um, I can understand that fear though, because like you were saying, there's only three left. We're halfway through this thing and we don't have a lot of answers. Um, so it remains to be seen, but I do trust Marvel to 
to handle this well. How do you feel this is going, Dylan, in terms of uh, the problems of the previous Disney Plus series where they feel more just like cut up movies? Do you think this feels like a TV show or do you think it still feels the same? I actually don't feel that way about this one. I feel like I'm going to remember the same way. I'm going to remember these episodes like distinctly, you know? Right. Versus um, Loki, which is like, I remember all of it is one movie. Yeah. One long movie. I do want to rewatch Loki as a movie. I think I would appreciate it a lot more, you know? Um, yeah. But I think this one's a really like WandaVision next to WandaVision, the best of being a TV show, you yeah. know? I don't, I don't and, disagree um, with you. Like we get a distinct action scene in each one and a new revelation, which is enough for me, at least so far, three episodes in. Yeah. Um, like it seems like we're getting close to the Amit stuff, you know? I know there's a big twist in the next episode. Oh, you do? That like Moon Knight readers will know about. Oh, okay. Um, but I didn't read Moon Knight, but I heard about it too. Um, I think it's from the spoiler. Can I spoil? Of it's next from... week. This week's episode. Skip skip 30 seconds if you don't care. Or if okay. you care. Clear this up, Michael. In the Lemire run, is there at some point when it turns out everything's in a ho- taking place in a hospital or something? In a psych yes. ward? Or... Yes. I think they're going to do that next episode. Like, none of this has been something like that. No way. I think that might be coming. I'm not sure. That's wild. All the cast and... Uh, you know, creators are talking about episode four, the big twist, and people think that that might be what it is. That's so, crazy. I, it's not really a spoiler. I'm not saying that's what it sure. is, but that's that'd what be that'd be nuts thinking. if that's the case. That's I interesting. That. I like that. I'm about it. I'm about it. Cool. Um, well, either way, I'm looking forward to the rest of Moon Knight uh, very much. Um, obviously, a oh, I did have I did have one issue. Oh. I didn't like the meeting with the gods scene. It didn't work for me. Like okay. the it was all yeah, their yeah. avatars, which I'm like, I get it. You don't want to spend a lot of money, first of all. Of course. You know? Understood. And then I didn't it, I was really frustrated by they were like, he was like, did all of this, got himself in trouble to just to get their ear. And then he was like, he's digging up a man. And then like Harrow shows up and he's like, No, I'm not. And they're like, oh, okay, I guess he's not. <laughs> that was it you know i was like what like you're just taking his gods do you not see he has a crew digging right. like a dig site right over there it's so easily proven i don't it was really well, frustrating well that, to that me. might lead credence to what you just said might happen in episode four right like if oh, there's yeah. some logical might be forgivable disconnects right um or if they're conspiring with him then it would make sense to me too. i have a really quick weird complaint that is just super nitpicky I don't like Conchu's voice. I like Conchu's voice. It reminds me of Venom. It's, okay, Conchu's <laughs> voice sounds to me like it's... Is it Oscar Isaac? No. Okay, it sounds it's someone, like it's, it's someone, somebody like super modulated. And I don't like it. It sounds... You know what? The Venom analogy is very good. Because it does kind of sound like... Murray Venom. Abraham. Really? Okay. Well, I I don't know if I love the Conchu voice. It It sounds like cartoony to me i think he's goofy like venom yeah which i was not at all expecting from this show <laughs> me neither she's a messy a... a messy queen and i'm here for it you know <laughs> yeah right um but anyway we will stay tuned to see what else happens with the moon knight so yeah now we are here to talk about sonic the hedgehog 2 yes and 
And unfortunately, Dylan was dead most of the last week and did not get to see it for two weeks. I have he, noticed my voice has gone a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan didn't get to see it la- the, the previous week because we saw everything everywhere all at once. And he didn't get to see it this past week because he was sick. So um, I am the sole reviewer and my review shall be the one not, that is not COVID. Stone. No, not COVID. I just want to say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to do it a little bit differently here. Um, we're just going to, I'm going to talk about Sonic and Dylan's going to chime in. So. Because I have spo- questions. Spoilers for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And there's big okay. spoilers. Big. Sure. Huge. Okay, cool. Um, okay. So firstly, I enjoyed the hell out of it. I thought it was really fun. Okay. I was surprised. Dude, I was, I thought it was going to be bad. That's what I heard um, from everyone who's seen it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I saw it in a the theater with a bunch of kids too, and they were all going nuts, uh, which added to it probably. Now, I will say one weirdness that I thought uh, in this movie was there was a lot of, from Robotnik specifically, a lot of almost swearing or fake swearing, you know, like hmm. what the shiitake mushrooms, you know, that like that type of thing, but like okay. a lot of it, so much that I noticed it and it was just weird. I don't know. Maybe it gets because it's for kids and it's like, haha, fun. We're almost saying a swear, but we're not. But like, yeah, they did one in a test screening and it got a pop. So they're like, add more. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was a bunch. So um, it was just weird. Um, Jim Carrey was great as always uh, in the in that role. Uh, his assistant, I forget the assistant's name, was even more silly than, than he was in the first one. Everything was just ramped up um but the plot of the movie okay. is uh knuckles brings robotnik off of the island where he got you know at the end of the first one where robotnik gets exiled onto some mushroom planet or something uh, yeah knuckles comes and saves him and they're gonna go uh steal Why is knuckles a baddie well knuckles isn't a baddie knuckles is there to knuckles well, is, is the last baddie. of his well He's just, he's just lost his way. Okay. Um, right. He he's there to get something from Sonic. Sonic has a chaos Emerald. Actually, no, he doesn't have the chaos Emerald. Sonic has a way to find the chaos Emerald and he doesn't know it. Uh, and so they're going to work together to get this chaos Emerald because uh, Knuckles wants it because of some stupid, you know, his tribe to get ultimate power, blah, blah, blah. They all died. Knuckles is the only one left. And Robotic is like, okay, sure, I'll help you. Ultimate power, you say. Okay, sure. Let's go be friends. And he's obviously going to betray him in the end. Um, and then Sonic, Sonic gets clued into this. Uh, when Tails shows up, uh, I know your boy. Miles Prowler. Yeah, Prowler. My favorite. Yeah, Miles oh, yeah. Prowler. Prowler. Yeah, Prowler. It's like Miles Prowler. It's like, you get it? Eh, I get it. I remember as a kid thinking that was the worst joke. Wow, um, even as a kid. Even as a kid, I was jaded. Um, but Tails Tails shows up in his little stupid plane and he's like, Hey Sonic, hey Sonic. Wow. Um, he's like, Hey Sonic. Um, oh, and Tails is like a fanboy. Tails is like Ew. super into Sonic. Like he's a fan of Sonic from like multi-dimensionals. Like, I, I watched all your videos and whatever, whatever. Uh I can't believe I'm really meeting you. Uh, and then they team up to go find the Chaos Emerald. Some other stuff happens too, but that's really the important thing. He has a big showdown with Knuckles uh, a couple of times. Knuckles 
stomps Sonic into the ground. Uh, and then they end up having to team up. But I want to talk about Knuckles really quick. So okay. Knuckles how, was like how was Idris? Uh so the first two acts of the movie, I did not like Knuckles. Oh. Not not in the he's the bad guy, you're not supposed to like him way, in the I'm annoyed when Knuckles is here. Sort of why is that? Well, he was kind of like <sighs> Drax. Or oh, okay. He was kind of like not stupid. Well, okay. He's like if Drax was smart, like you know what I mean. Like he was so he didn't understand customs. He didn't know what a hug was. You know, like uh, okay. He doesn't know water. Yeah, fish out of water. Sure, thank you. Um, and it was just so annoying to me. Maybe I mean it, it is a children's movie, and I'm an adult, so there is that. Um, I didn't like the characterization of Knuckles. Not that I have any allegiance to Knuckles. I don't really care. Um, but I was annoyed with him until the third act when he joins up with Team Sonic and he sort of turns into an enjoyable character and it, it's less serious. Because Knuckles okay. was very... It felt like Knuckles was in the wrong movie uh, to me in the first two acts of the movie, but then he's like totally gets it and he's just palling around with his homies. Is he British? No, he's American, which is very weird. Okay. Um, and it was fine, I guess. If Idris's we're talking about Idris's accent. American accent, it was yeah. fine. It was clearly a British person doing an American accent, though. <sighs> it was I like, why couldn't Knuckles just be British? There's no reason he couldn't be. <laughs> oh, it's me Knuckles, bruv. You was know? it was the okay, so the Tails voice is just the video game voice. Did did that mesh well with like having two tails, actors? Tails fit fine. Tails fit fine. Okay. Well, because I mean, voice actors are actors. You know, like they're they can do that. Um, but I don't think of Idris as a, as like as a someone that actor. would mesh well with. Well, no, tails. but like he messes well. Tails mesh. Tails messes with Sonic very well. Um, okay. Does Tails get any cool moments? Uh, does he get to kick some butt, or does he just fly around? He flies around, dude. He doesn't. Okay. Do anything cool. cool. I mean, you know, he does save people like he it, with his intelligence, you know, like Great. he's smart. And you know what? There's a, there's a the bit at the end when Sonic, uh, that uh, Robotnik builds a Gundam, essentially. Okay. Uh, he builds a Gundam powered by the Chaos Emerald because he, he gets it. He gets the Chaos Emerald and he's built this big Gundam and he's destroying Angel Grove or wait, that's Power Rangers. Uh uh green hill zone same thing or green hills not green hill zone uh green hills yeah destroying green hills and he's like ha ha i hate this place and now sonic it's you and me for whatever reason uh he has to fight sonic now um but sonic knuckles and tails the sonic team as i'll call them are like conferring like oh man i don't know what to do i don't know what to do uh, and sonic is like okay no, no. I think Tails comes up with the plan. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter. Like Sonic, why don't you go by yourself? And Knuckles and I will cause a distraction. You'll sneak around the back and go up and like you know zap him or whatever. And so Knuckles and Tails provide a great distraction. Sonic goes up and like beans Robotnik on the head of his Gundam. And Gundam crashes down. Chaos Emerald pops up. And then what happens? We get Super Sonic. Oh, bro, bro. These kids. It's like it's like John Cena walked into the room, and you know the most famous person in the world. These kids lost their minds. 
And but and and Dylan, cinematically, the way they treated Supersonic was as if it's like any big reveal from any MCU movie. The like slow Cap build, swelling picking up music. Mjolnir. Yes, it is Cap picking up Mjolnir. Mjolnir. It is cinematic. Like in like. <laughs> Oh boy! It's like hero hero swell of music, you know. Slow pan up. You see the the you know, the yellow fur. Like, oh no, he's and then you know he's glowing and stuff, and he's like Goku at this point. It's yeah, it's great. Um, and then he defeats Robotnik very handily, and then relinquishes the Chaos Emerald, showing great restraint, and turns back to regular Sonic. Um, I had fun. But no, no notes. There was know. no big the cat. There was no big the cat. Um, there was a mid. There was a mid credit scene. Okay. Revealing shadow. That's that's the obvious choice, right? Well, yeah, of course. Dylan, you don't get big the cat to like Sonic Six, all right? Like. Yeah, it was either Shadow or Amy. Those are the two. Well, I think you have to get Shadow. Uh, you think you get Amy and Big at the same time. I think you can start bringing in like multiple. No, Amy characters. comes in way before Big, right? I mean, they're a bigger character. I guess so. I always equate them to be the same because I thought I feel like they debuted in the same game. Um, Maybe I feel like they need a female. They do. They need a girl Sonic. Yeah, basically. Okay, Um, I have a boring question. Okay, how were the human performances? Because I really like Natasha Rothwell. She played Rachel. She was also the. She was like the principal in Love Simon. She's she she was the one getting married. Oh, is she okay. funny? Does she oh, have anything funny? Oh to do? my god! Okay, so that that whole subplot was crazy. So there's the whole subplot of the human stuff, where Sonic's uh, dad, uh, his wife's sister is getting married, and there it's a destination wedding uh, in Hawaii or something. And Sonic builds a portal with rings to help them get there really quickly, and gives him a ring. Uh, so that he can teleport back, you know, only uses in emergencies. Sonic tells him, um, but yeah, so she's marrying this like super buff, like I'm talking six four. This guy looks like a pro wrestler. He looks like The Rock. You know what I mean? Like, like this model of a man, um, and it's a, it's a it's a mismatch, you know, if you will. Um, and you know, they're at this destination wedding, and all, there's a lot of like innuendo. Like type of jo- uh, maybe not a lot. But there's a couple of like sexual innuendo jokes, and I'm okay. like, okay, huh. we're all right. It's unexpected. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I don't. I think it would have gone it over is kids' Sonic, heads. Though. And most of the Sonic fandom is adults, furries. I mean, that's true too. Wow, you said it. But um, Google Sonic. I don't want to. I tried to show. My coworker Big the Cat the other day. I Googled Big the Cat and immediately, you know, it was like it doesn't take long to get to <laughs> to get to the furries. Yeah, it's like that's unfortunate. You don't have to scroll long on Google images, you know? No, you sure don't. I see I see exactly what you're saying. Okay. Well, anyway, um, so okay, yeah, she was she was funny. <laughs> she uh, was Natasha good? Rothwell okay. was, was good. Um, she was sort of like a side villain because she was like anti Sonic's dad most of the movie. I like that. Um, but then there's the, there's a big betrayal where you find out that, uh, the guy she's marrying is actually an undercover agent, uh, trying to get close to Sonic is working for the government. So then she's like, 
mad and wanting to team up with Sonic's dad. I forget they oh, what Sonic's okay. dad's character's name. Yeah, after the the wedding is falling apart and all this bad stuff happens, and you know that she eventually all the all the truth is laid bare, Dylan. And she has no choice but to side up with Sonic's family and realize that she was the fool. Um, of course. And then that's it. Yeah, she was pretty good. Um, I liked I liked her performance. She was really funny. I don't know about why is it big the cat with what was with the feet? <laughs> People that's you I don't know, like that. you know. Um, I, mean, I do know. My biggest question is: Were there any were there any Zillow Nudity? or oh. Olive Garden references or any product um, placement no- that you noticed? I heard about one. The, there was a car. Oh, you I don't remember. I don't remember the name, the brand of the car, but there was a car. Uh, that was, I forget. Okay, what. but not as blatant as before. Um, I think they said Olive Garden again, but like it wasn't like. I think it was like a callback to the previous jokes, like oh that Olive Garden gift card, you know, or whatever. But okay, no, I don't remember anything as ridiculous as the Zillow. I would you I said that they like shouted out the resort that they were at or something like maybe that the wedding was taking place at or the hotel. Um, maybe. I don't know. But if you didn't notice, I don't it, it could have been the Olive Garden level, no. which is disappointing uh, the, to me because I feel like it's a character in and of itself. You know, like you should have done it again. I was really hoping for it. Honestly, I was hoping for some. Well, they have I money need, now. Yeah, they, they don't need, need it. That. But. I, I enjoyed it. So, you know what? I need to look. I don't actually know what I gave it on Letterboxd. Uh, oh, I have boy. to, I don't remember um, if I even reviewed it on Letterboxd. I did not. Oh, no. Um, man, that's tough. On the then. spot. So, so five. you don't want to give it a perfect five. Well, yeah, you know, come on. <laughs> I, you're right. I don't. Uh, you're absolutely correct, Don. <laughs> I do not want to give it a perfect five. Um, when did the last Sonic come out? But really, what's wrong with it? Okay, I gave the first one a two and a half. This is an improvement? I'm going to say this is a three. Okay. Like, I mean, it's isn't. it's not a great film by any stretch. But like, for what it is, there's not much wrong with it. it is it the best video game movie? I I hate that question. I don't know. Um, may, <laughs> maybe? Uh, you can't micro-review every video game movie you've ever seen in 10 seconds? Uh, wow. I need to go back and see Resident Evil 1. I think yeah, might, that's a good point. I think Resident Evil 1 might be better than this. But that's a very loose genre. But I don't know. I had a good time. The one that I, always fails somehow. I don't know. I don't know why that's the case. I don't know. I, I have no idea. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I feel like you can, whatever. It's a nut that's been tough to crack forever. It seems. Um, I think because they haven't, they they don't struggle. They struggle with the things the comics seem to not, and they try to be too accurate to the video game, which comics don't do that. It's like, all right, whatever. We'll just do our own thing. Be inspired by, right? Yeah. But anyway, um. That's it for my Sonic review. So I am going to give Sonic the Hedgehog 2 a 3. Out I of will five. say you, you made me want to see it more. I enjoyed it. Um, if you want a reference, other movies I've given a 3. Um, recently, I gave Scream 3 a 3. 
okay. I mean, that, that's a pretty good comparison, honestly. Like, I like Scream 3. I would watch it again. Um, I gave, oh, well, I'm not talking about that. Uh, okay, that's the only movie recently that I've given a three. So, okay, there you go. Well, I'm ominous. Uh, Fear Street 1994. I also gave a three. A lot of horror movies. Fast Nine, I gave a three. Very similar. Oh, you know what? You know what, Dylan? Don't there was a uh there's a Vin Diesel reference in this movie. Oh boy. I was bummed that there was not a uh fast crossover though. He'll be in the next one. He better be. But anyway, I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Thank you so much for downloading us. We really appreciate all the support. Thanks everyone. This is Dylan. And I'm Michael. We'll see you next time. Thanks for sticking around for the mid-credits. We can tell you've been trained well. If you want to help us out, please go over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. It'll really help new people find the show, and it will help us to get Rotten Tomatoes verified so we can start affecting those rankings. Then, check out our socials. We're BRC Uncanny on Twitter, Uncanny Universe on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you online.